Hello, everybody. This is another episode of the SLTD Going Over Big Time podcast. I am Fantastic, along with Mike. Again, once again, um, we're going to talk about our um, WrestleMania 40 predictions. Before we begin, if you're watching on video and occasionally if you hear background noises, I am having dinner right now, so this might be a first eating while recording a pod episode. I will try to mute myself as much as I can, so not interrupt Mike's uh, free-flowing thoughts about whatever he has on his mind about what in the hell is happening with WrestleMania. So, Mike, the last time we um, talked about this, uh, what's going on with um, WWE, uh, we were discussing how it was seemingly that Cody Rhodes had really given away his WrestleMania opportunity to The Rock and how stupid such a decision was. Well, it's been a few, what about, it's been about a week and a half and um, things have kind of shifted a bit in, if they hadn't shift uh, dramatically because it's uh, Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns is back on. Uh, the Rock has reappeared on the scene. We're not talking about his latest board seat at uh, TKO. I am talking about him being back on screen as a character again. Um, some of us were a little surprised at kind of where he was going with this, but maybe not. Um, but uh, overall, what do you think is uh, going on here? And why don't you offer your thoughts while I look like I need to fix my camera? Uh, so yeah, uh, we talked about the, uh, fan reaction to, uh, all of that and how it was very negative. And, um, yeah, I think they, they did the right thing by pivoting and, uh, going back to what, fans actually want to see um i mean obviously they there's been numerous reports on what the original plan was and that there was plans in place months in advance for the rock to face roman reigns which brought into question why did cody win the rumble then if that was always the plan and then just this groundswell of we don't want to see The Rock versus Roman Reigns for a championship. And we do want to see Cody finish the story. And this is the time to do it. And there is no other time. We don't well, want to wait until SummerSlam. We don't want to wait till an MSG show. We don't want to wait till an Atlanta show. We want it now. Yeah, it would be just really stupid i know our faith in wwe has been really bruised the last couple of years but it would be really stupid if they didn't cap capitalize on this on the 40th anniversary of wrestlemania i mean it's a significant number we're coming up to almost the 10th anniversary of the daniel bryan situation as i would describe it where the last time the fans hijacked the storyline or hijacked the the plans and um push the push they they forced the quote unquote management and or production to 
or booking to go with a different creative direction. Mm -hmm. A lot of similarities have been put forward between Daniel Bryan and Cody Rhodes at this point. Um, the Rock's re-entry uh, re into this storyline is quite interesting. We were all thought, you know, that this was going to... We were like, look, you have spoken numerous times about how WrestleMania 39, Cody should have won the title, which would have led to the build up to 40 this year, Roman Reigns versus The Rock. Yep. But it seems now that they're moving towards not a, a match between Roman and The Rock, but more of an alliance, an on-screen alliance. The yes. Rock came out at that um, you know, explosive Thursday press conference in Las Vegas. That wasn't which, a press conference. Oh, sorry. It was a sort of a kickoff. Uh, so for yeah. WrestleMania. well, they they originally build it as a press a press yeah, conference, yeah, and then right. and, and then, then they stopped calling it a press conference and called it a kickoff conference. We basically got a free, um, um, like a mini, mini. In it was a half hour of promos. It was a half, half hour of promos. promos. Um, uh, and but of yeah, course, the stuff with Cody. Yeah. yeah, The Rock came back, and you know Roman Reigns at that event basically said he was going to face The Rock, even though it's not his decision to decide. It's the guy who won the Royal Rumble to decide. The yep. Rock comes out, and well, he said he wanted to face The Rock. The Rock comes out and decided to remind all of us what this was all about. He turns around, and what would have been a green screen showed a picture of the literal bloodline, a massive mm -hmm. family tree, Dating back to uh, The Rock's grandfather, the High Chief, Hito Maivia, and I guess Roman Reigns' grandfather from the Anawaii family, mm -hmm. uh, we basically saw everybody that had any association with the bloodline. Except even... Umaga's son. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Umaga's, Umaga's son was not on there. Oh, that's interesting. Which was... <laughs> I mean, they caught... I mean, I, I missed that, but this knowing that they caught like literally almost everybody including like yeah. in-laws you know yes. just by marriage they happen to be part of the bloodline because I was telling you offline Gary Albright at first I was like wait who yeah. is that again I was like oh okay yeah 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 um yep. but yeah everybody from like Naomi to Jacob Batu to like fucking mm -hmm. uh Deuce <laughs> the guy with of like course. six names is part yes. of the bloodline um yeah so if this was like done in the way where it built up to this feud, it would have made more sense. But it's just like, you know, it seems it, it came off as like, okay, you guys were some you, Roman and Rock gonna face each other, but it looks like this is more of a friendly competition. And then out comes Cody. Cody does his thing. Cody says this is complete crap. Uh, basically said to both of them, I don't know what kind of head of the table you guys are. I mean, you haven't nobody's been cooking in the kitchen the last few years. And then, uh, obviously, the slap heard around the uh, universe. Um, mm -hmm. Basically, uh, Will Smith's slap at Chris Rock was nothing compared to this slap. And uh, I don't know why they held Cody back. I mean, you know, these are professional wrestlers. This is a part well, of the course. Because they're not supposed to be fighting. It's a kickoff event. Yeah, a kickoff event. Like, yeah, they weren't supposed to slap each other. Maybe they were supposed to kick each other in the head. So maybe that uh -huh. was the missing piece. But yeah, so um, I should mention, by the way, yes, 
uh, the world heavyweight champion Seth Rollins was also on stage and just kind of was almost sat, in the, ba- sat in the background and made comments like it was Mystery Science Theater. He looked like he was a, such a minuscule character. I am stunned that this is a man who held that who has held that title for over two hundred sixty plus days. Um, yeah. yeah, and then um, it seems Mike, what is happening is going to be night one WrestleMania. Rock team the, the the tribal chief teaming with high chief Rock Dwayne the Rock Johnson mm-hmm. multi mega movie star versus Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. Um, yes, so I I fully expect that that's going to happen. I don't think that they're going to do this tag match at Elimination Chamber because even though Elimination Chamber is supposed to be this big show in Australia in a stadium. Um, A, I don't think Seth is going to be physically ready. And B, I just don't see them actually doing that. Um, but also that comes into question, like, is Roman willing to work two nights in a row? For the story, I think he has to. Um, and I would say that, like, what makes the most sense is for Rock and Roman to win that match to cast doubt over Cody winning in on night two for the championship. Um, because if you just have Cody win both matches, then this was a waste of time. Um, Do you think Roman, the guy, like the performer, like backstage, wants to have do two nights in a row for the good of this um, goal or because I think there would be a lot of eyes drawn if Roman was on two nights in a row. So that's that's my main concern is, is if they're going to do this tag match and they're not going to do it at Chamber he has to work two nights in a row. He has to. Um, Because if Rock is working on the show then they got to do this match. Um, because Rock cannot have a singles match. He can't. He he needs to have a tag match. Um, obviously we've talked about we've talked numerous times about how the Rock is sucking wind after a spinebuster. Literally, like he he just he like the cardio is not there anymore and i mean the guy's 51 so makes sense but uh yeah they they have to do this tag match they all of the promotion that they've been doing since then they they released a trailer for wrestlemania and it's literally this tag match that's what the, the that's what it is it's this tag match they have to do it um, so I fully expect that they will do it, and I and that's why I have it on the card that I put together. Um, but yeah, and I, I like I said, I think the best thing that you could do there is have The Rock and Roman winning that match by, unfortunately, by pinning Seth. Well, actually, no, you you should pin Cody in this match. You should pin Cody in this match to cast doubt about him beating Roman. But don't have Roman pin Cody. Have The Rock pin Cody. 
And um, then yeah, you go. Because if you have the rock do it, it yeah. also casts out on. It makes Roman look kind of weak. And, yes. And the way that that kickoff show ended, it was like Roman went from being the tribal chief to almost looking like a, a sidekick to like mm-hmm. the high chief coming back. I mean, I mean, it was yeah. like the rock was mouthing off at Triple H telling him, you need to fix this. You know, yeah. this kind of crap shouldn't be happening. You know, I'll break his fucking teeth. And then Triple H did that promo on uh, SmackDown. It basically implying that the rock does not run the show. He does. And um, he didn't say the rock's name, but we all knew who he was implying. And um, people have said that, oh, you say that when he's not here. But when he was there, you didn't say anything. Um, Obviously, this is not leading to The Rock versus Triple H. Triple H is never going to be cleared ever again because he has a heart condition. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited for this tag match. Honestly, if it, I, I want to see the how the dynamic is between both teams, and, um, yeah, I, I. I want to see The Rock and Roman working together. I want to see Cody and Seth working together. I want to see how Rock looks in the match in general because obviously what we all expect is them to have this match and then go into night two where Seth is going to be in Cody's corner or some form of it. Uh, after probably losing the world title, which we'll talk about later, but um, and then uh, make sure that the, the bloodline can't get involved. And obviously, we we've talked about like uh, the quote unquote Avengers Endgame style of this finish, where yeah. They try to, they try to do the same old shtick with Roman stuff, and you have Sami Zayn, and you have even Drew McIntyre. Yeah, who, yeah. So Drew set the table very clearly in that promo a few weeks ago. You know, trying to congratulating Cody on picking set, uh, Roman because, or or did he say something else? But you say he was basically saying. You know, you pick Roman again, you know what's going to happen. His fucking family's going to interfere, and it's the same finish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, and yeah. then you'll also have like everybody will be there Kevin Owen, Sami Zayn, yeah. everybody who's had a run in with the bloodline in the last three years, Jey Uso. Yeah. Um, and then I think even after all of that happens, The Rock is going to realize the error of his ways and see that like oh okay this guy needs to be stopped he's he's not the head of the family i am (laughs) and then roman will lose and that will set up the year-long build to rock versus roman at wrestlemania 41 as we all expect to happen it needs to happen at some point, but there does not need to be a belt. And that has been the crux of this entire thing. The reason that there was some 
such an uh, outpour of negative reaction to them having that match because there is no need for The Rock, a man who has not had a full-length match in 11 years, to be going for a championship of any kind. Yeah. And because he is the rock. Yeah. Literally the next the title they fight over is not the WWE championship. It's 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 even more important. It's the head of the table. It's like it's, yes. like, what, it's like what they did at Hell in a Cell early on in Roman's this in Roman's uh, this run he's had with Jey Uso. Like the winner gets the lay put on as a tribal chief or whatever it is. Yeah, and the, the whole idea, and again, we've talked about this numerous times, the whole idea is Roman doesn't need to be a champion anymore, and it will no longer seem uh, agonizing for him to show up every time because he won't have a belt anymore, so we don't have to wait for the champion to show up every four months. Mm. That And that's the main issue here. The whole Avengers Endgame idea is also pretty appropriate considering as far as we know now, I know we're two months away, there yeah. isn't anything for LA Knight, there's nothing for AJ Styles that I can see on the horizon, yeah. or Kevin Owens. Um, mm -hmm. Jay and Jimmy, I do see something, uh, which we'll probably get well, into. Yeah, I, well, I have I have pretty much something down yeah. for all of those people, um, but obviously we, yeah, we don't get everything hey, right. This, but... this, this particular... Um, suggested finish would be something that would be a good filler for to just slot some of these guys in if they got nothing to do at WrestleMania. Not, yeah. I'm not. I'm saying LA Knight doesn't deserve a WrestleMania match. I'm just saying right now I don't see one that's like he's deeply invested in. So I, yeah. unless you stick him in like the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, or whatever. But that's mm -hmm. I'm not sure how important that is. But uh, yeah, you said you had a bunch well, of predictions written down. So why don't we get into that? Okay, well, obviously, um, the the SmackDown Women's Championship is set, so that's on the card. Bailey versus Io. Um, I think we all pretty much expect that match to be pretty good, and hopefully for Bailey to win. Um, so. As for the other championship, I, other women's championship, I think we all know where this is going. Um, they've been laying the groundwork for this for months. Um, it's going to be Rhea Ripley defending against Becky Lynch. Um, so they are, are having the uh, women's elimination chamber match to determine who will face Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania and um, the participants announced before SmackDown tonight as a time of recording were um, Becky, Bianca, and Liv Morgan. And um, I believe Naomi is in now as far as I know. Uh, time of recording, I haven't looked at the SmackDown results yet. So, um, but either way, Becky is winning this match. We all know Becky is winning this match. And she's going to face Rhea. And it's going to be one of the biggest matches that 
has ever happened at a WrestleMania. You have possibly the biggest star in the history of women's wrestling and the biggest star in today's roster in Rhea Ripley, who has been the has been the person on Raw. Not just she's been the person. Not just the the best woman on the show. She's been the best like all around, other than if you're not if you're if you're not counting uh, Gunther, obviously, but she's the best, and she's still very young. She's still gonna. She's got all this talent in in every aspect of of this. It it's Rhea is Rhea is the best, and um. I think this match is going to be crazy good because they're going to they're going to have great chemistry in the ring and they're going to put on a hell of a match. What I don't want to happen is for them to have like four of these. I want them to have one and then you don't have a rematch for a while. Um, the question is, does Becky beat her? And I am not sure, honestly. Yeah, I'm. I'm very up in the air about that right now. Rhea's coming up to her one year anniversary as the champion since beating and, Charlotte. Yes. Yeah. Normally, say normally statistically, whether it's here or in other companies, you know, when you hit the one year mark, you're kind of looking to change it. I mean, I wouldn't mind if Becky won the title at WrestleMania. But mm-hmm. it's like Rhea's been pushed to just this dominant position. Like, yeah. um, I would have to say her her match coming up with Nia Jax at the Elimination Chamber is probably like the the biggest, not I mean literally and figuratively, biggest challenge yeah. um, Rhea has faced since becoming the champion. I mean, some of her challengers, mm-hmm. you know, um, it goes like. When you put it up in front of her, it was like there's no question. Rhea's winning. Yeah. Rhea's winning this. Even that, and, even that like multi-women match at Crown Jewel, it was just like, yeah, it's Rhea. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of Nia Jax. I don't think most most people are, but she, the run she's been on recently has been very, um, very has been fine because they're they're accentuating the positives, like you're supposed to. And um, she's going into this match as this heel that nobody likes. And Rhea, who is supposed to be a heel, but is so over with the crowd and obviously is going to be the most popular person at Elimination Chamber by far. Yeah. Um, is going to... I'm I'm interested to see how that match goes because obviously we all we all know Rhea's winning, but I'm interested to see how they have how that match plays out. And of course, I think what they I think what they're probably going to do. I don't think I don't know if Rhea will be in the main event of Elimination Chamber. She might, but um, obviously they'll set this up at that show. With Becky after Becky has won the chamber, and Rhea has defended, and they'll do a stare down 
either to close the show or I assume it probably will close the show. But um well yeah, so I, far, she, she and Naya surprisingly are the only two Australians booked on yeah on the car, as far as I know. I mean, you know, um Bronson Reed was in a qualifying yeah, match when yeah, she lost. I'm like I'm still a little stunned by that. Like, oh wait. I mean, there's there's been talk online that his wife is due soon, um, so that that apparently is a thing as to why he's not on the card. But uh, Grayson Waller currently isn't booked either. Um, I assume he's going to have like some kind of talk show segment. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I am I'm looking forward to Becky versus Rhea a lot. I think that match is going to be amazing. Um so another match that I think we all pretty much expect to happen is uh Jay Uso versus Jimmy Uso. Mm. Um they didn't really um do anything in the Rumble except be one and two. So we we I think everybody pretty much expected that Jimmy was going to eliminate Jay. And that did not happen at all. They, I mean, they barely interacted after they were one and two. Um, and then Jimmy was just trying to pal up with everybody in the rumble and just getting eating a finisher every time. And Jay just got eliminated randomly. And they, they just didn't. Uh, it was very surprising that they did not factor into each other's eliminations in the Rumble. And they also have not acknowledged each other since because Jay is going for the IC title. And hopefully he doesn't win that because you shouldn't have Gunther lose his, the longest reigning intercontinental reign on a random Raw before Elimination Chamber because Gunther can't travel to outside of the United yeah, States right now. Not, he's not going to be at the Chamber. Um, yeah, yeah. The, they have there hasn't been much interaction between the the Usos, other than in that brief moment in the Rumble. And yeah, even yeah. in the Rumble, you mentioned like Jay was just trying to pal around with everybody, and we Jimmy. mentioned offline. Oh, yeah. Jimmy, sorry, Jimmy was just palling around with all the other competitors. And basically, he looked. Uh, you and I talked about it. He looks kind of a. Uh, I mean, he looked kind of stupid with him uh, trying to do it. It's like so. Yeah. Like he was supposed to be the. It's so funny. I remember just a few years ago, he was the brother everybody was talking about, and it ended up being Jay. So I feel like maybe this upcoming IC title match Jay has on Raw, mm-hmm. Jimmy, might, Jimmy might sneak in and like do some interference again. Well, it, it obviously, it, it, I mean, that's very possible considering the brand split does not matter. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it is clearly demonstrating with these. Uh, Elimination Chamber qualifying matches and other matches that it's like whatever the brand split is there until it isn't. Uh, so yeah. it's like yeah, I think Jimmy will sneak in, interfere, something cost Jay, and then um, maybe oh you know what maybe I'll just do a segment of the Grayson Grace Waller effect and uh, mm-hmm. match up for WrestleMania that way. But um, yeah, so I mean we've all we've all pretty much expected that once Jay. When Jay went to Raw, we all knew the reason was to keep the Usos away from each other so that they could build to this match. Because they weren't going to spend six months feuding 
into a match at WrestleMania. They just had to not acknowledge each other for a while. And then the Royal Rumble is where they first meet for the first time in, the, in all that time. And and now we're here. So I'm sure they're going to um, do something along those lines. And yeah, I, and I'm sure the match will be fine because uh, obviously they're twins. They can't have better chemistry with anybody else except each other. So I'm sure they'll have a great match. Um, so yeah, I, I, I fully expect that match to happen. I think everybody pretty much expects that match to happen. Yeah. Um, um, the one thing we haven't brought up yet, and I don't know if you were going to segue into this, uh, the outcome. Um, so I actually expect Jimmy to win. Not by mm -hmm. himself, because we have... Well, a Solo's probably going to be there. Yeah, but I'm not talking about Solo. I'm talking more about somebody much closer to Jimmy that Jimmy might actually listen to. And that's his wife, Naomi. Yeah. Uh, Naomi returned at the Royal Rumble, uh, having just completed her stint as Trinity over on uh, TNA Wrestling. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, as of a few weeks ago, she was still on TNA Impact, even though she signed to WWE. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, so she's returned. I haven't checked the SmackDown results yet, but I have noticed she is not on the in the Elimination Chamber match. I'm pretty sure she had a qualifier today. Okay, um, so I haven't gotten the update yet. Um, I, I'm not expecting Naomi to win the Elimination Chamber qualifier, um, but uh, uh, we did earlier mention that Naomi's name is on the family tree of the bloodline, so we've acknowledged that she yes. is obviously family. She's even been married to Jimmy for several years now. Yeah. Um, and so I fully expect some kind of presence that Naomi's going to have mm -hmm. in this brother versus brother grudge match. Yes, I can and... see that because I don't think I don't expect her to have a prominent match. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not, and and no disrespect, but her gimmick, um, her gimmick in Trinity in, in, in TNA was basically the same that she had in WWE, and then when she came back at the Rumble, it was the same thing. Um, it's getting kind of like, eh, you know, I mean, right now on, on Raw and SmackDown, there are already a number of more popular baby faces, female. You know, we got yeah. Bianca, Becky, lesser extent like Liv Morgan, and even Rhea herself is uh, kind of uh, tweening in between. So yeah. just another baby face is kind of like not help, not not really adding to anything. So, and we haven't seen Naomi in a heel role, to my recollection, ever. Like she was uh, a what, she was team bad. Team, team that bad. Was so like brief that I barely remembered her being a heel in that. It's like, uh, yeah, they. Uh, yeah, she was I, teaming, I she was teaming with Tamina for a while. Yeah, I acknowledge that happened, but I don't even remember if she even acted like a heel. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, she did all this stuff with like neon glow sticks and lighting, and her entrance is like it's hard to not cheer for that. And then, uh, but yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely expecting him to play off the relationship with uh, her husband Jimmy at WrestleMania. Yeah, I could see that um, kind of bloodline involvement post yeah WrestleMania 40. 
Yeah, I don't know how long these uh this Uso, these Uso singles runs are gonna go. Obviously, I mean, I, if you would have asked me years ago, I I would have told you that I never ever expect them to split up, ever. And now here we are. So um, yeah, I I I think that it makes the most sense for Jimmy to win for that reason i guess because jay has kind of been the guy that's been on the singles run whereas jimmy has just remained a lackey even though he was the first one to turn on roman and that didn't seem to matter <laughs> um so yeah uh we'll we'll see about that but um the next match and um the men's elimination chamber match is is official. All the participants have been uh, announced. It's um, so it's Kevin Owens, uh, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, Logan Paul. <laughs> Continue. Um, I had the graphic and I lost it. Hold on. Oh, all right. Kevin Owens, L.A. Knight, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, and Logan Paul. So, out of all of those people, the only one that should be facing Seth is Drew McIntyre. Logan Paul is the U.S. champion. He shouldn't even be in this match. Uh, Bobby Lashley is in the middle of a group feud that nobody cares about. Um, nobody knows what Randy Orton is doing, but I kind of don't want to see him face Seth again, ever, ever again, ever again. That match is on the list of matches I never want to see ever again. Why don't you want to see Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins here? Was this based on like uh, the um, was that WrestleMania 31? Uh, okay. Yeah, I think so, that's what <laughs> Seth cashed in that night. I remember that. Yes, I've seen Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins so many times. I don't need to see it ever again. <laughs> okay. Um, La Knight. He's on SmackDown. <laughs> I was like, if that if that was the only reason, it's still pretty funny. It's like, yeah, hey, uh, yeah. yeah, that LA Knight guy, he's awesome. <laughs> but also, it just wouldn't make sense for them to feud um, into WrestleMania. And same thing, same exact thing with Kevin Owens. Same exact. So then you have Drew, who is the only person that is actually feuding with Seth right now. <laughs> Other than Roman Reigns, <laughs> yeah, like, like, okay, I'm looking at, this, I'm looking at the uh, participants right now. Like, yeah, Logan Paul, what the fuck are you doing there? You probably should have a rematch with Kevin Owens, who, by that extension, probably is not going to win this match. Why um, isn't he defending his title? La Knight, yeah, you mentioned he's on SmackDown, but you know, whatever. I mean, they could probably just move him to Raw, and I wouldn't have any problem with that. They probably yeah. move Miz and Truth over to SmackDown just to like balance things out. Um, yeah, Randy Orton, no, Bobby Lashley, yeah, you mentioned he's caught up in a feud, his own problem, so yeah, it's like, 
This is like uh, the um, Elimination Chamber match last year, in which Oscar won because like we looked at the other five women and it was pretty obvious like Oscar mm-hmm. was on that run. And that and that match kind of made more sense in terms of booking, in terms of like the last four women in the Rumble, and then they had two more qualifiers. Yes. But yeah, it's like whoever's in this Elimination Chamber match is probably going to end up in our hypothetical Avengers Endgame scenario. It's like I mean, we all KO, know. KO LA Knight, Randy Orton, and kind of Drew would probably be involved in something like that. And also, we all know why Logan Paul is in this match, because he's going to do a stupid dive. Or it's for the, the it's also for the clicks because you know it's one of the most influential yeah. people. Uh, in but the, the fact of the matter, the fact of the matter is, a U.S. champion, the U.S. champion, should not be in a number one contenders match for the world heavyweight title. Yeah, wasn't wasn't Fury? It wasn't Austin Fury carrying the U.S. title in one of these matches a few years ago. I couldn't remember. I who cares? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, but you're right. In principle, a singles champion for another title should not be in a world title qualifying match like this. Like, it would be like sticking... Okay, let's take out Logan Paul. If you like sticking Gunther in this match, too, because it's like, why? Mm-hmm. Why? It's he's, Exactly. I mean, even if he could travel to Australia for this, so... Exactly. Yeah, why are we... Why, so, either way... I actually, like, I could think of at least a couple other people that could be more deserving. Like, even Sami Zayn. Or who lost Karrion his qualifying, Rock. yeah, yeah. Sami yeah, Zayn yeah. lost his qualifying match to Drew, which yeah, did, was which was just bad booking. Yeah, did why didn't they do like a last chance rumble or something like that? I, I think. Oh, like, you I, mean like the thing that they're doing for the women? Yeah, the second chance or last chance. For, uh, <laughs> I don't, well, I know like, you know why they're doing that for the women. That idea and concept, like the whole last second chance, last chance. Well, uh, it makes it seem like there's not enough women on the roster when there it's actually like, is. Like, hey, all these losers, like you get another shot at this. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of stupid, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, Drew Drew is winning this chamber match, and he's going to face Seth, and he's probably going to win. Um. Yeah. He, speaking of Drew, I think we should uh, devote some time to talk about just this amazing yes. character turn that Drew has been on. Drew is my favorite character on all of WWE right now. It's like ever he, since he was, he kind of like, or, or he kind of like owned the whole I torch CM Punk's tricep thing. It's uh-huh. like, it's just been nonstop. He, he p- pasted his face on the episode of The Flash where Oliver Queen died. And uh, everybody took a picture with the with the uh, tombstone. <laughs> he pasted his face on that and just said, uh, "Here lies CM Punk's WrestleMania dreams." <laughs> I I don't really buy wrestling shirts anymore, but if I did, I would probably buy that one. Just because yeah, of how hilarious I, I, it is. It's still on WWEshop.com, as far as I. Heard. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but I'm just talking about Drew McIntyre's Twitter game. It's just been on fire. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, everything the... he's been doing. Everything he's been doing. Yeah, some of his content is just like hilariously cracking, cracking me up. Um, mm-hmm. 
My favorite thing now is that ever since he said to CM Punk, I prayed for this moment, everybody's using that as a response to other things now. It's like the Tobey Maguire <laughs> scene in Spider-Man yeah. where he's like praying in the Catholic Church for mm -hmm. Peter Parker to die or whatever, and then the Phantom symbiote yeah. comes out and it takes, over, takes over him. Uh -huh. um, look at another tweet here. WWE tweeted out... Um, they tweeted, they tweeted out a screenshot of Cody's Instagram saying, I've made my decision. This was before the kickoff show, the oh, kickoff yeah. conference. And Drew just replies with a meme of The Rock from 2002 uh, yelling, shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Drew Drew has absolutely been killing it. Um, but yeah, there, there's nobody else that, that should be facing Seth since the CM Punk injury, obviously that was the plan. Yeah, it, it was but gonna be. Here, here's the thing: even with if whether it's just I don't know, like what about Sami Zayn being added in make making this kind of like a. So I would I would like that, but I um I just don't know if they will because it just it just wouldn't make any sense. He hasn't been winning matches. And he lost the you know, elimination chamber qualifier. I mean, of course, it doesn't. That doesn't matter in WWE, but it should. But yeah, I, I, I so I have. I I would be fine with that, but that also defeats the purpose of the chamber match. You can't you can't have a chamber match for a number one contender, and then just say like, oh, we're just gonna throw some other guy in there because he's. He's really shown that he wants it. You know how like he hasn't been winning and at all. He he hasn't won a singles match since like October. You know when the last time Sami Zayn won a singles match on pay-per-view and I'm not counting kickoff shows. The last time Sami Zayn won a match on a pay-per-view, an actual pay-per-view, a singles match, was against Kevin Owens in 2021. Wow. That is the last time Sami Zayn won a singles match on an actual pay-per-view. In June of 2021. Ugh. Yeah, that's so, uh, that's a long losing streak there. Yeah, and I, I, like I said, I'm not counting kickoff shows. Kickoff shows do not count as pay-per-view matches. They count as kickoff matches. Because that is not on the pay-per-view. Um, so yeah, I... Drew Drew has to win here. Obviously, there's still there's still questions about his contract situation. Um, nothing has been confirmed, obviously, but the way that they've been booking him, it feels like he's signed. Um, but nobody knows. There hasn't been confirmation. There hasn't been anything. Um, am I saying that I would prefer to see Drew go somewhere somewhere else? Absolutely, but um, well, let's look at the way things are pro have progressed. Royal Rumble, he injures CM Punk's tricep. He then makes a big hay of it on screen. Um, yeah, who is in this elimination chamber match and is the heavy favorite to win this? 
He's likely heading to WrestleMania 40 and getting his one-on-one match with Seth once again. Um, probably going to walk away with the title. Um, he's Not really go- being booked like somebody who's leaving. Yeah. He's going to have a pretty good run, and one that he deserves after winning the WWE Championship in front of nobody. I mean, they're also um, probably trying to book him well to entice him to stay. Yeah. And meanwhile, you got CM Punk resting and recuperating again but anyway for six uh, months yeah by the time SummerSlam rolls around he should be good to go and they have this all completely. yeah yeah it's there it's there um yeah so i i'm i'm excited to see seth and drew again obviously because they have great matches um and, and it hasn't been shoved down my throat yet i think after this match i i could go without seeing it for a while but um yeah uh so next up i guess we will we'll talk about gunther now so the intercontinental championship has been as long as since it's been on gunther and he's had it for over 600 days the longest reign in the history of the belt he is closing in on the most accumulated days ever um i gotta look it up to see when he's gonna hit that but um gunther is absolutely killing it and i think um is well on his way to being a main eventer being in the world title picture and uh this range just solidifies that so i had a couple of ideas for him obviously some of them are probably more likely than others the the main one is biggie now of course we don't know anything about whether he's coming back anytime soon or if he's ever going to come back but if he does this would be the perfect way to do it because the New Day has kind of been feuding with Imperium on and off, including Jay now. And obviously Jay is going to move on to something else. And if that feud continues, Kofi and Xavier are going to need a third. And it would just make the most sense for it to be Big E if he is ready to come back. And it would be the biggest thing in the world for him to come back and be the person to end Gunther's reign. That would be amazing. It would be in a, a hell of a moment. Everybody would love it. It would feel like Kofi mania all over again. Um, so that's my, that's, that's the thing that I want the most, but if it doesn't happen, the other I have two other choices for Gunther. Mm-hmm. The first one is Braun Breaker. Mm. Because, obviously, he's on his way to the main roster. We've seen him on Raw and SmackDown talking to both GMs, uh, deciding on where he's going to sign, even though, for some reason, he's now an NXT Tag Team Champion, which is just, like, why? Um, when you're putting him on Raw and SmackDown now... Um, and the best way to get somebody 
to the height that they need to be at right away is to end a reign like that. Um, it would solidify him right away as somebody who is going to be a name for a, a big name for years to come. And then we we talked about him earlier. The other name I have down is Sami Zayn. Because hmm. you were talking about how Sami Zayn is kind of being booked to like Oh yes, I remember this. Uh he's been doing these he's been doing these sit-down promos with Jackie Redmond where he's talking about how he needs to uh finally get his moment and prove to his family that he is not a failure and uh they're doing the whole underdog story with him again the same story that they did with him in NXT where he spent all this time trying to become NXT champion and he couldn't do it and then he finally did it when he beat his friend Neville and then that was all taken away from him right away when Kevin Owens showed up so they're kind of doing that again he's the he's the ultimate underdog again and he would go into a match with one of the most unbeatable people in the entire world right now. And if he were to win, that would solidify the um, solidify his, um, you know, wanting to his, his story in a way like. I I've always been the ultimate underdog and I proved it by beating the mo the most unbeatable guy. And I think that is probably the most likely out of all the three. Um obviously people want to see Sheamus win it. Nobody knows when he's coming back, but I think the time has passed for that. Mm -hmm. Um you could have did it they, I mean, obviously they should have did it at Clash of the Castle. That's when they should have did it. Of course, then you wouldn't have the reign that Gunther has now. So part of me thinks that Sheamus can still win the IC title somewhere down the line. He doesn't have to win it from Gunther. Um, but yeah, I think Sami Zayn makes the most sense out of the all out of the. I mean, you could. You could do with triple threat if you want with Braun Breaker, I guess. But the story has to be Sami Zayn overcoming the odds against the unbeatable guy, uh, the unbeatable Gunther, and proving to himself that he is a star. And as I mentioned, if he did that, it would be his first singles pay-per-view win in almost three years. So, I yeah we yeah we oh, yeah we, there was like a, a tweet or something joking yeah like you mentioned Sammy saying hasn't won a singles match since June of 2021 has been on this like who knows how many matches losing streak and then we were like oh yeah high time for him to win a title but like well yeah that's WWE booking <laughs> so makes sense. Well, I mean, and uh, I shared a graphic with you the other day. Solo Sokoa is 0-23 since beating John Cena. Why do they do this all the time? Why do we have to get behind somebody because they lose all the time? 
am I supposed to be sympathetic towards somebody because they lose all the time? I don't want to be sympathetic towards that person. I want to care about somebody who wins. I want to care about somebody who proves that they belong. Not somebody who loses all the time and then just gets a random title match it's and then so, just randomly wins. It's so interesting that you would just last fall or so, it was like Solo Sokoa was a guy who just um, destroyed John Cena, the great John Cena. And now he's on this like match losing streak. I was like, what yeah. happened? Yeah. You pushed the guy like to that point where you hadn't beat the 16 time world heavyweight champion. And. I feel like it's the same thing with Sami Zayn. It's like, we know how good Sami Zayn is. You don't need us to get behind him by making him lose all the time. We are already behind him. We already care. He doesn't need to lose every single match all the time. And then just have one defining moment and then continue to lose again. That's ridiculous. Nobody wants that. So yeah, I, I I think out of the three, I that's the one I think that obviously if it can't be Big E, I want it to be Sami Zayn. Um, so I don't want to I don't want to burst a bubble here, and this might not matter. Um, apparently, Braun Breaker on SmackDown tonight signed with SmackDown. Okay, so then that's not happening. So <laughs> the Intercontinental Title match is not happening. All right, U.S. Um, a potential U.S. title match. Well, could possibly happen. I I mean, I, mean, I have so, I have something down for that, so I might have to add oh, him into it. Okay, then. Yeah. Um, you might wanna... So well, I, I guess we'll segue right into that, right? So my idea, was, originally, I think everybody kind of expected that it would be Logan Paul defending against LA Knight. I, everybody, I think, was putting that out there and expecting it to happen because everybody believes and I agree that LA Knight deserves his moment in the sun, in, to shine and to have a championship and um but now I I think what's I think they're going to do a ladder match uh, a multi-band ladder match for this championship and I have six guys down but um I guess we could throw Braun Breaker in there now uh, so I have LA Knight, Santos Escobar, Kevin Owens, Solo Sokoa, and Rey Mysterio. Um, so obviously we don't know if Rey Mysterio is going to be ready for WrestleMania. I, I mean, I hope he is, but I kind of don't want to see just a Santos versus Rey Mysterio match on WrestleMania. Even though it would make the most sense, I feel like you could save that for something else. Um, and I have another Luchador singles match that I'm going to talk about later. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think having these guys and uh, and Bra and I guess include Braun Breaker as the seventh. Because um, it would just make the most sense, I guess. Um, Kevin Owens and Logan Paul, I guess, are not finished. Obviously, they're going to be in this chamber match together. Uh, Santos and Ray are obviously going to feud. We obviously don't know if Ray will be ready, but hopefully he is. 
Solo Sokoa should be on the card and not just in Roman's corner. And LA Knight should be the guy to win. Um, I, I, and Logan Paul should never hold a championship ever again. Because having two part-time champions on the same exact show is just dumb. Well, now that you said it, it's pretty obvious what's going to happen. They're going to bring in Jake Paul, and the Paul brothers are going to win the tag team titles at some point. Ugh. Why would you <laughs> even put that out there? <laughs> I'm just imagining the Paul brothers holding up both those titles. <laughs> yeah, no, no thank you. I mean, I heard speculation of the Paul brothers versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn as a match on WrestleMania, and I don't want to see that either. Like, at all. To be honest, I don't mind Logan Paul wrestling. I just want Logan Paul's stupid podcast friends or his lackeys from whatever fuck um, projects he's working on. Like, these outside people I've never seen before jump in and give him, like, brass knuckles or scissors or, like, yeah, you know, taser guns or some stupid shit like that. Like, well, that's I, mean, in a, I mean, in a ladder match, you could do that endlessly. Yeah, but I don't like these guys coming in here, like, just interfering. I don't know what I don't know. I I've never had a big problem with outside celebrity people coming in to do a thing at like WrestleMania. Yeah. But something about Logan Paul's like lackeys just kind of annoys me a bit. Like I don't even remember well, the last, last well because you have an outside guy who's not a wrestler who just happens to be a good athlete who is a champion who. Sh- and shouldn't be a champion. And you got these random people that most wrestling fans don't know just showing up and helping him. Nobody cares about that because nobody cares about those people. I don't care about KSI. I don't care about any, I, I, whoever that guy's guy was that showed up at the last two pay-per-view matches. I don't care to see that ever. So doing it repeatedly does not make me want to see it. See it. I mean, I don't want to see Logan Paul ever. So that's besides the point. Because I don't care how good of an athlete he is. He's a shit person. I don't care how quickly he picked it up. He's a horrible human being. So, I hope that LA Knight wins the US Championship, whether it's in this... And if it's in this type of match, a ladder match, I would be fine with that. And then that way, it makes everybody kind of look good and everybody have their moment to shine. And if Braun Breaker's in there, he could possibly win, but it should be LA Knight. LA Knight deserves it. Uh, so the next match, I kind of I kind of teased this before. So I talked about how I don't want Santos and Ray to have a singles match because I have another idea for a special singles match that should be on WrestleMania, and that is Andrade versus Dragon Lee. Andrade is back and has not wrestled since the Rumble. <laughs> 
and um, Dragon Lee's already kind of uh, making his making his name for himself. So having these two guys showcase their abilities against each other, two guys that have formerly been part of some version of LIJ. Um, yeah, that's an interesting one. I wonder how, with this new way WWE acknowledges like outside stuff, I wonder how they'll bring that up. But, yeah. Uh, I hope like Dragon Lee's main roster run stays permanent this time because they had him as North American champion for like <laughs> a cup of coffee after he and was then, already drafted to SmackDown. <laughs> oh, well, that doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, so I I want to see this match for obvious reasons. Yeah, I, we we know that they will put on a great match. We know that they'll they'll absolutely kill it and make people fan make people who aren't fans of them already even you know want to see them. And who would win? I I, I would think it would be Andrade, but because um, Dragon Lee, I I mean. He doesn't need it right now. Andrade just came back, and I think you want to reestablish him as a top star because he is one. And um, yeah, I I just think it would be a good a, a great showcase match to have on WrestleMania. Um, to get people talking, to get people excited, and yeah, uh, I I would love to see it. Um, one other thing so, with Andrade and Dragon Lee is you predict Andrade winning, yes. And I'm wondering if that is because of he beat Dragon Lee on his own, or is he going to get a little assist from his old friend Selena Vega? Um, frankly, I always found it strange that he signed him to Raw, and then the only time he acknowledged her was, Oh, yeah, say hello to Selena for me over on SmackDown. I like, mean, it's possible, but she's with uh, she's with LWO. So yeah, but is she really like relevant in that group right now? I well, mean, that that group is not relevant until Rey Mysterio comes back. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Selena's face run has been pretty nice. Like they had her have a title well, match at Rhea in Puerto Rico, and I understand yeah. why. Um, they played on her like ties there, and about how like she had a. Yeah. She had a tragic in she had a tragedy in her life which she overcame. But I always liked the Selena with Andrade, the one where you know she was La Bueca and he was mm -hmm. like and they were like the perfect duel together. And then it was like I kind of missed yeah. that a little bit since he came back. Yeah, I mean, I, unless I they kinda... wanna, unless unless the crazy thing is they want to pair Andrade with Charlotte for some reason. Uh, well, not well, for some reason, for obvious reasons. Unless yes, they're going in that direction. But well, I was, Char I, Charlotte's I, not due back for a long time, so. Well, if she's well, based on what she said recently on on uh, publicly, I'm sure her uh, rehab is actually ahead of schedule. So they may not have her wrestle, but it'd be interesting yeah. to see her as like a manager role or sort of like just the uh, mm -hmm. kind of outside person yeah. supporting her husband, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I guess that would be interesting. But yeah, I think it'd just be cool if they had like an Andrade Selena reunion or something, you know. Yeah, I I think that they should keep her out of that 
because I think she would be overshadowed and you, you, you like you don't really she's she's better than that now. She's she's a pretty good wrestler. So um All right, so going off of that, so we talked about these two guys, well we, we talked about one of them not really having anything to do. Uh and that's Randy Orton. Um another guy that doesn't really have a lot going on right now, but is on his own again and no longer part of the OC is AJ Styles. So these guys have faced each other at WrestleMania before. They faced each other at WrestleMania 35, I believe. Um but the dynamic is very different now. Uh, AJ Styles is kind of a heel now, and we kind of don't really know what's going on with him. He's kind of just disowning all of his friends and doing his well, own thing. Watch the uh, original TNA wrestling. This is the AJ Styles kind of loner run from like, I would want to say early 2013. 2013. Um, yeah. He came back and was wearing this black hood and was um, in a moody state. It was like it was almost like Sting, right? Crow Sting. Um, uh huh. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know. Beyond that, I don't know what the context behind that was. I think that was a way for him to get back to the world title and TNA at that point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when I saw him do that in the last couple of weeks, I was like, oh, looks like they are diving back in the. Um, into the old drawing board and coming up with uh, old ideas and making them new again. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, Currently on some um, kind of like thing where he's disowning his friends and the OC, uh, who, by the way, you know, since uh, Anderson and Gallows came back, I'm sorry to say they haven't really uh, pulled their weight. um, They're going to be on NXT next week. Oh, they are. Okay. That's... uh, well, that would be a good place for them to uh, revitalize their careers. To actually think, do something? Yeah. Meanwhile, Mia Yim or Michin is actually doing a, a lot more on her own. Yes. Than... Well, and she's a great wrestler, and they just don't do anything with her ever. It's it's so weird. Um, but yeah, I, I think you got to have these two on the card, and I think it just makes sense. To, you need Randy Orton to be doing something at WrestleMania and AJ Styles. I mean, again, you, you, if you wanted to, you could throw him into the U.S. title picture. But um, yeah, the the direction for both of these guys doesn't really seem very clear right now. And uh, obviously, they were in that fatal four way at the Rumble. Um. So yeah, I. I I'd be fine with them just having another match. They they haven't faced each other in a really long time. So I, I'd be cool with it. Uh just to have another like big name match on the card. Um Alright, so next up for the uh the tag team championships. So Judgment Day has been on this run for a while since they randomly beat Owens and Zane and uh, I think that that time is coming up um, 
I think that obviously people are talking about this R Truth stuff, and I obviously it, it, it I don't care about it at all, but um, it's leading to something, and I think it's probably leading to him and unfortunately Miz winning the tag team titles, but I don't think that it's going to be a standard two on two match because that cannot be the tag team title match at WrestleMania. It just can't. It just can't. Oh man. I, I think I mentioned this to you offline a few a few weeks ago that I was predicting this would happen. Now yeah let, let's let's well, let's let's, down... let's back up a bit and, and talk about what happened. So our truth since like Post war games, thinks he's in the judgment day and has been in a state of self delusion, just hanging around in the judgment day's locker room and just being part of judgment day. And he's obviously annoying existing members of judgment day, but he did demonstrate that there was some value to him falsely believing he's in judgment day. After all, he managed to sell a lot of merch, probably better than actual members of the Judgment Day. So Damian Priest got his cut. Uh, Finn Balor got his cut. He was very happy about that. I think even uh, Dirty Dom got his cut. Uh, the only one who's not happy is J.D. McDonough, who R-Truth not only says he's part of Judgment Day, but because of that, J.D. isn't. And so they spent weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, meanwhile, the Miz is inserted himself into this because ba Miz is a babyface now. So... Um, so there was this thing where it's like R-Truth thinks he's teaming with the Judgment Day, but he's also teaming with the Miz. And it was like watching them in tag matches where R-Truth seems to be playing both sides. <laughs> and so finally, you know, all of this was like, even, I mean, admittedly, Damian Priest was actually uh, sympathetic towards this. He was like, hey, Truth, look, you're, you're really funny, man. I really like you, but you're not in the Judgment Day. So <laughs> finally, they beat the crap out of R-Truth. And then I think at this point, as we're speaking, our truth has finally figured it out that he is not in the Judgment Day. Well, um, no, he hasn't because I, on SmackDown, oh. which I saw, I saw a clip on Twitter. Oh, on boy. SmackDown, he came out during Dom versus Kevin Owens, and Dom told him, "If you help me beat Kevin Owens, you'll be in the Judgment Day." <laughs> and he actually did that but dom did not win and um now dom is teaming with our truth next week on smackdown what <laughs> against who i don't even remember oh my god hold on let me see if i find something to find this i am not pulling but... up anything but yeah okay dominic was our truth Maybe I just Google our truth, see what comes up. So let me get this straight. They beat the shit out of him and they say you're not in the judgment day to now, like, yeah, hey, you help me win, you'll be in the judgment day. Yeah. Yeah, somebody I'm just reading some guy on Twitter saying, so our truth gets his shit kicked in and he's back in to helping out. This is getting a little played out, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, getting played out? Get getting played out. This is getting a little played out. Tbh, it's been played out since day one. Okay, yeah, maybe this um, guy wasn't paying attention. But, but yeah, regardless of all of that, yeah, I cannot in 
conscious mind just put down Judgment Day versus Awesome Truth as the tag title match. I can't do it. I just can't. <laughs> you need to so, insert a few more teams just to like make it a fair fight, I guess. <laughs> so, well, what I put down was a gauntlet match. Ah, oh, okay. And I also included DIY, Pretty Deadly, Theory and Waller, and the newly named team of uh, Dunn and uh, Bait. They are now known as New Catch Republic. What? That is that is their name. What was wrong with British Strong Style? Um, new, new Catch Republic. So yes. NCR. Yes. Maybe, yeah. What the hell? Yes, that that is their name. Um, but yes, that is the match that I put down. Wow, at, this is some. Um, this is some Vince McMahon level booking shit right here. Because, <laughs> like I said, I just, I just can't have all of these great tag teams on the roster, and your only tag title match is with Miz and our Truth. I, I just can't. I can't. It, 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 <laughs> remember, remember a few years ago when Miz and Shane McMahon won the tag team titles. <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! And then, and then the Miz and when John Morrison came back, they won the tag team titles too. But I don't think that was at WrestleMania. Uh-huh. And then now, now, a few years ago, Miz and Miz and R-Truth are going to win the tag team titles. <laughs> yeah. So, but when you look at it, nobody that no team. There are a lot of teams, which is great for in comparison to having like almost not no tag division a few years ago. Yes. But right now, those those two are the only ones that make sense. No, Obviously, no, you could you could also slot in Imperium if you want. You could also slot in New Day. You, you could do anything, but it, you can't have all of these tag teams and just have Awesome Truth go for the tag titles. It, that is not WrestleMania to me. Um. It just isn't that it doesn't feel like a WrestleMania match because it's not a WrestleMania match at all. Yeah. I mean, in all seriousness, this is like just having Miz and R Truth win on a one on one match against like two of the two of the probably the roughest guys in the tag division now, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Yeah. It's almost akin to the bar few years back, Cesaro and Sheamus losing the tag titles to Braun Strowman and a 10-year-old child. Yep. That level of crap. WWE's in, you know, I mean, obviously that was Vince, so uh, Vince has never, care, never cared about tag team wrestling and probably still doesn't, but thankfully he doesn't yeah. matter anymore. We should just make a quick note that WrestleMania 40 is the first WrestleMania with no actual McMahon being involved at all. At all. Whether um, backstage or on screen. Yes. Uh so yeah, I who wins? I I think obviously Awesome Truth is probably going to win, which it is what it is, because that's the story. But I just can't in good conscience only have our truth and the Miz as the tag team to challenge the tag team champions. 
when you have so many good tag teams that are actual tag teams. So, um, and obviously they could do what they did last year, which is just have random fatal four-way tag team matches for no reason at all, which they did on both nights with men and women. Um, but yeah, I, I'm curious, like, so they've had these unified WWE tag team titles for a while, but they're still like the Raw and SmackDown titles, like four belts, basically. They need to change those belts. Yeah, either like make them defend one of them and then put one back on the other brand or just like make one set of titles. Because at this point, like your tag division is uh, yeah. across both brands, right? So why yeah. are we also titles still? It, it's just... Like, you have all of these great tag teams, DIY, freaking, I guess, uh, New Catch Republic. I'm never going to get used to calling them that. Um, and, you, you know... Uh, that might even, have been a trade-off to get Pete Dunne's name back. Okay, yeah, you can be uh, Pete Dunne. Sure. <laughs> I mean, even even Alpha Academy is, is better than Miz and R-Truth. Like... Because you got Chad Gable, who's amazing, and yeah. then you got Otis, who is really not that bad in the ring. They just make him look like an idiot every chance they get. Yeah, even the Creeds have been. Oh, I, forgot, I I even forgot them. Yeah, the yeah, See, like yeah, the Creed brothers. You know, the former uh, Diamond Mine. You know, these guys have been just ripping the tag division to shreds. Like they 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 will be in the if they do a match. They will like be this, in the mix forever for a long time. They they will be in the match if they do like. Obviously, I have no idea if any of this is going to happen. I'm just making predictions of what I want to see. Yeah, honestly. of course. Of course. But, <laughs> we're, just two, we're just two fans shooting the shit, and we have. Yeah. You know. But obviously, they would be in there as well. And yeah. I, I also didn't mention earlier when we talked about the world heavyweight title. I think that the uh, Judgment Day is going to lose the tag titles before the. World Heavyweight Championship match, and I think Damian Priest is going to cash in and win. Hmm. At WrestleMania. But you mentioned that it was going to be Drew and Seth facing each other, right? So if yes. Drew wins and Drew's going to get cashed in on by Damian Priest, yeah, he's going to insert himself and make it a triple threat because that's he could option. insert himself in the match, but he could also take the championship from Drew after the match and, uh, have like the entire Judgment Day gang up on Drew. Possible, or this could be but, a, like a Raw after Mania thing. Or we also are noticing that Damian Priest is getting close to coming up to the one year mark of him becoming Senor Money in the Bank. Well, um, and we have talked about the idea of like there's never been a Money in the Bank person who's held the thing for the entire year and then they had like a deadline. So yeah. you, you could do something like that where it's the next year's money in the bank and he hasn't cashed in yet. And obviously he has to cash in before the men's money in the bank match. The Yeah. The scenario that's just playing out in my mind is so insane. It's like, so money in banks going to be in Toronto this year. Um, mm -hmm. Let's just say that is the debt that, that money in the bank here is going to be the deadline for priest to cash in. Well, we, then we have, and then we have a, a not a men's money, the men's money in the bank ladder match into 2024. 
um, whoever wins that, let's just say it's not Priest, because you know you could probably imagine Priest enters that match and it ends up with two briefcases, or I don't think that's gonna be happening. That's just too crazy. No. You have a winner for the 2024 briefcase, and you still have Priest, who still has the 2023 briefcase. Imagine you had a world title match that night, and you have two guys rushing in trying to catch in. Yeah, <laughs> and you just turn that into a fatal four way or something. So yeah, but I I still think that there's gonna do they're gonna do something at Mania with yeah. him finally cashing cuz he's my been saying guy. he's been saying in interviews that right now that he can't cash in because right, Seth is hurt. Injured, yeah. And if Seth is finally going to wrestle, that would, um, that's that's his chance. Yeah, so that throws a that throws a, a wrench into the whole prediction of Drew uh, beating Seth for the title and having this run. Yeah, but we'll we'll, we'll see, see how that punk. goes. Yeah, we'll see we'll, how we'll see how we'll see how very goes, interesting but, stuff to look at. Uh all right, so I have a couple other matches that I put down just to make this a full card. Uh, last year's WrestleMania had 15 matches, so I put down 14. So I got three more. Um, the first, the next one I put down is just a, a multi-person match. Obviously, they still have this thing going on on SmackDown with the Final Testament and the Pride, which are both horrible names, by the way. Um, I don't know why... Nobody looked at Bobby Lashley and Tez and Dawkins and didn't go, oh, yeah, the almighty prophets. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. Um, So I think they'll do a multi-person match, probably a six-man. Or you can include the women and make it a mixed mixed eight on uh, eight person. Hmm. But I think they're going to do that. Um, I don't expect it to be like a singles match of just cross and lashley or whatever just include all of them um it just makes the most sense um this feud doesn't really matter so it is what it is but ending it at wrestlemania would be the best thing (laughs) for everybody involved um i feel like paul ellering needs like some kind of gimmick weapon to make himself useful in this group because it's well, like cross and aop he's just more a, than he, enough. cross and aop more than enough obviously physical, physical. and because you already got scarlet there yeah scarlet is gonna counter she's the female counter to whatever female is in the the other side right but i think paul oh uh, ellery uh, needs like a cattle prod or B, something B-fab. Like, yeah B-fab. B-fab. yeah scarlet will fight bfab but I think like yeah. Ellery needs to have like some kind of taser or a stun gun or like a cattle part or something to just kind of jam <laughs> dab people with. Uh-huh. Like, like a, it's like to give uh, give his give his guys the advantage, right? But uh, anyway, yeah. So this match is this match will be whatever it is. I mean, you got you, you got AOP and Street Puffs in there, so you got to, you know that could be great. But uh, Lashley, I don't know. Carrying Cross is just not hitting. For whatever, it, no matter what they do with him, they try to make him into like this brooding, like, um, intimidating guy who plays mind games and, and people. So just yeah, don't so, care. so so the, so the stuff. Yeah, first of all, yeah, I have to agree. The hair is not a good fit. Oh uh, well, I don't, to, I don't care about the hair. I don't. He needs to, to go back to just shaving it bald because it just looks really odd. Um, but. <laughs> I know it's me being petty, but still, yeah. All he does now is to say, 
everybody who's faced me or has been touched by me has has changed forever. Nakamura, uh-huh. Drew, Rey Mysterio. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, all these yeah. people they said that they basically done a heel turn since getting uh-huh. a, uh, running across from him to him. So I yeah. took Rey Mysterio's humility. Or some crap and, like some stupid shit. I don't I took even know. His honor. I took Drew's uh, virtue or whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I I have no idea. But either way, I I just think that they've been doing this thing. I mean, I haven't been watching it. I've been seeing the clips, but. They've been doing this thing for a while. They haven't had the match, so have the match and get it over with and move on to something else. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, so the last two matches that I have down are both women's matches. The first one, the women's tag team championships. So originally, I was thinking that Bianca should team with somebody Preferably either Jade or Naomi. Mm-hmm. But um, I actually have Jade and Na- uh, Bianca in a singles match. And for the tag team titles, I think you can do kind of the same deal is have a gauntlet match. And inclu- you can even include some NXT teams if you want. Because there's a lot of women's tag teams now. Um, I mean, obviously, you've got Chance and Carter who just lost the belts, but you can just throw them in there anyway. Um, you could put Mia Yim with somebody. If you want, you could put Naomi with somebody. You could bring back Beth Phoenix if you want, and put her with Natty. Um, something. I Obviously, I, I can't... I mean, you, also, you still have Natty teaming with Tegan, but that team... It, it, Natty has had more partners than I can count. It, it's so weird. Tegan and Natty to me never made much sense. And yeah. I could think of like at least two or three other people that could be for Tegan's partner. One, yeah. uh, Shotzi. Unfortunately, Shotzi blew out her knee recently. So uh, she's yeah. out, for, out for a while. Uh, so the other one yes. I would think is Dakota Kai. Of course. Yeah, just uh, and of because, course you have. Yeah, yeah, of course you have Shayna and Zoe. You have, um, I mean, you could put Naya with somebody if you want. I mean, I don't know who you would who you would do. Tamina, Naya and Tamina. I mean, but Tamina doesn't even wrestle full time anymore. It feels like I, I can't remember the last time I saw Tamina. Oh yeah, where is she? Like. I mean, of, of like, if you needed a woman that could be part of do, doing some bloodline stuff, like she's standing right there. So it's like, uh, yeah, uh, and you, you know, you got the unholy alliance; those two are around. Uh, yeah, the um, yeah, I don't, I know it's unholy something. I don't know if it's unholy Was it alliance. Un- unholy alliance or unholy... I think it's like the unholy union. Oh yeah, that's it. Unholy union. That's yeah. the name. Yeah. Uh, but they're fine. They're, you know. Yeah. Um, I get, but I get what you're saying. You go. We can have a gauntlet match for the. Yeah, it's the same deals. Do something where you, yeah, where like, you make the tag titles matter. Teams on there because, like you said, that these they unify the NXT the women's titles from both sides. So it's like, why are yeah. NXT w- women not getting? But, a shot? And there's just a lot of great talent. I mean, you still have Indian Indian Candice. You still have. Um, 
yeah, there, there's so many, there's so much talent that you can just have on. I mean, if you don't want Naomi to be in this match, obviously, if she's doing what we talked about earlier with her husband. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of great tag teams that deserve an opportunity. Obviously, all of these tag teams have gotten opportunities recently and lost, except for Indian Candice. But um, yeah, I. Um, I think that that makes the most sense. And then, as I mentioned, I think Bianca was on course to face Charlotte one-on-one for no title. And um, obviously, we Charlotte's going to be out for a long time. So we had Jade debut at the Rumble, and her and Bianca had like a, had like a face-off of... Uh, the two strongest women kind of thing, and it would just make the most sense to have them face each other. Now, obviously, the question is, do you want Jade's first singles match to be on the biggest stage? Because you want to make sure that she's ready. Um, Because when she was in AEW, she was mostly on Rampage, which was taped. She maybe had like one or two matches on Dynamite and they were never good because there was no editing. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, you obviously need her to be ready to have a match with somebody like Bianca, um, which I think Bianca could bring that out of her. Um, it would just, it would be a, it would be a, um a spectacle of a match i think that people would be talking about um especially if jade looks good in the match and um yeah i think down the line you could do something where they team together but i don't think that they should be teaming right away cuz if you have them just facing the kabuki warriors by themselves then they're going to win of course, because you don't have the match and not have them win. But uh, then you're not showcasing all the other talent, which is the biggest issue in WWE. So um, I always want to showcase as much people as possible instead of just doing the match that would make the most sense business-wise. Um, because obviously putting Jade in a tag match hides whatever she's not ready to do. But I think Bianca could get a good singles match out of her. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much, that's everything that I put down. Like I said, last year, WrestleMania had like 15 matches. If you count the Miz matches, um, so I didn't want to like go too far into like 16 or 17 matches. So I put down a good 14 matches and I'm pretty sure you'll have something along that. You, you know, you have like seven matches on night one or eight matches on night one and seven matches on night two or something like that. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, obviously it's WrestleMania. It's going to be the biggest uh, WrestleMania of all time, the 40th one. Um, it'll be the first time in, 
uh, pretty much ever, unless something changes, where the world title at an anniversary show, at a 10th anniversary show, doesn't have three competitors. Because at 10, you had um, you had three people competing for it in two different matches. And then 20, you had a triple threat. And 30, you had a triple threat. So unless something changes, I don't think we're going to have any kind of triple threat at this one. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I'm excited about it. Um, excited for Cody to finish the story more than anything. Please. Uh, I want to smack anybody who suggests that Seth should cost him the match. So yeah, <laughs> let's talk about that a little bit before we wrap up here. Uh-huh. He, yeah, Seth, uh, on this past Raw, as we were recording, came up to Cody and said that, you know, he will back him up and said, yeah. uh, if anybody's more qualified to be a shield for you, Cody, it's me. Get Obviously. it? Uh, yeah, get get it. It. Oh, yeah, wink, wink. For those of us who are totally forgot, Seth and uh, Roman, the, and along with uh, John Moxley, slash yes. Ambos, the original yes. members of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, yeah. So as soon as this promo happened, People were saying, "Oh, Seth is going to cost him the title, isn't he?" Yeah. Hey, everybody, remember if, how? Remember it was Seth who cracked the shield in the first place? <laughs> if that happens, I will not watch WWE for a long time. I will cut off all WWE. I won't even watch Raw. If it's that like happens. it wouldn't even make any sense at this point. Like it, it, it I mean. It's it's on par with not making sense of the whole Jimmy and Jay turning on Roman and then Jimmy going back to Roman. Why? And then it's like you've had Seth had all these issues with Roman in the past. I mean, I still and he's the only person that Roman couldn't beat. Yeah, exactly. Remember they faced each other in like the elimination chamber of the Royal Rumble. I think it was the Royal Rumble in a singles match. Yeah, and Seth was like psyching Roman out by like dressing in old Shield gear. Uh huh. And Roman, but that also, was like one match where Roman didn't pin him, pin the guy. He get the. Well, but he but also, Roman, Roman's never beaten Seth ever. Yeah, like you go ever. back like Money in the Bank two thousand. Was it like 16, 20. 2016? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's Seth when uh, Seth and Roman faced each other. Seth actually beat Roman before Moxley cashed in on him. Yep. So yeah, there was. It's like. Why do you want to go help the guy that you were? Uh, and again, if Seth isn't with? if Seth yeah. isn't healthy, there's no there's reason no to point do to any. Keep him on TV post Mania in some kind of heel storyline. And, all... and and again, yeah. it goes back to what we talked about last episode. Not a single person wants to see Cody versus Seth ever again. <laughs> We've seen it. We we've seen it three times, and Cody won every time. And the, and last, the last time he tore, he had wrestled with a torn pack and still won the damn thing. He wrestled with a purple titty. Purple titty he, in a purple, in the hell in a cell, by the way. And he still won. Yeah. So that's like, enough. You haven't proven yourself. It's like, <laughs> yeah. So two guys that Cody Rose should never wrestle again, probably in our lifetimes at least, Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar. <laughs> And after this, and one Roman of them Reigns. is one of them is not going to be around uh, in the foreseeable future. So and, and Roman after, Reigns, yeah. Yes, after this, Roman Reigns. I I don't need to see that match ever again. And if they 
do some kind of bullshit where Cody does not win, if they do a dusty finish, if they do anything that results in Roman walking out of that show with that championship, not only is every single person in the world going to be upset, it might cost them the most viewers they've ever lost ever if they do that. Yeah. I mean... We'll see. I mean, WWE is such a massive meat giant. It's like they could put on like literal person taking a dump on a woman's head and they'll still watch it. Sorry. Yeah. But it's beyond the point of doing it for shock value. Yeah, because at it, this point we are shocked enough. We just want to see what we want to see as the fucking fans that pay for your process. This isn't this is not Bianca and Becky. This is not... You can't. You can't. Yeah. No. You just can't. Cody needs to win. Needs Otherwise, to. Otherwise, you just wasted his time for nothing. Wasted a whole year. <laughs> you wasted a whole year if Cody does not win this match. So, alright. So that's that's all I gotta say about WrestleMania 40. <laughs> We'll see how it goes. Yep. And with that, uh, well, yeah, we'll see how it goes. WrestleMania is going to be on Saturday, April the 6th and 7th in Philadelphia. Sunday. Yes, and Sunday in Philadelphia. Um, Mike and I, Mike just gave you his predictions. We'll see how things unfold in the next month and a half if any of these predictions come true. If even just the mat book matches that get booked come true, I think we will be yeah. uh halfway there <laughs> but oh, yeah sure. but yeah uh overall yeah cody needs to finish this goddamn story otherwise we'll just we'll we're done <laughs> in the end of the, at the end of the day that is the only thing that matters <laughs> yeah and with that uh we are now going to sign off from sltd going over big time podcast yes. uh and make sure to follow us at uh go big time pod and go to our link tree, link tree slash going over big time podcast, where you can get all the ways to watch and listen to this show, as well as our social medias and Tanner, who will be back eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you very much, everybody. See you later.